Conversations episode. Oh, shoot. I definitely don't know. 13, 14, somewhere around there. <laughs> I think 13 sounds right. We've had like, a, we've taken a week off, one for the holidays, for uh, Thanksgiving, and then we missed yep. a week after the election, I think. So, but it's good to be back. We're, yes. we're going to try to put the election mostly behind us. It was a lot of build up for that, but now we can uh, just enjoy talking about some some regular topics some other topics good. yeah yeah so if you're new to the show this is critical conversations my name is sam castles and my co-host jared bessie here hello happy to be our, here yeah our our basic structure of the show is to take some good conversations about tough issues issues that are a little bit harder to talk about a lot of noise surrounding them and uh, just break them down and uh yeah find a way to have healthy constructive conversations about them. So today we're talking about some conspiracy theories. Very exciting. Yes. What they are. Yeah. I think this is a relevant topic right now. And I think it's just going to be fun to just chat about some crazy conspiracies, but also talk about what we can do about them and yeah, um, how to navigate those, those waters. Right. So. Absolutely. But before we jump into that, we're going to break down a few news events from the past week or so. And yeah. yeah. You want to start us out here? Yeah, um, I just have a couple like lingering election thoughts and things to just uh, mention. Um, first, Trump is still um, not saying not saying much, but saying a lot of things that are still crazy. So that's always exciting. Um, but it looks like it's been pretty finalized for a while now. Um, but one of the most interesting things that I found this week um was this is from the wall street journal they basically looked at uh, landslide cloudy so this is kind of looking at uh polarization and kind of how uh places have been have been polarized and how we've started segregating by people like naturally over the last couple of decades um so for example in 1980 the presidential candidate where the places where the presidential candidate won by at least 20 points okay so there were about 4% of all counties in America were that way. Oh, wow. So, wow. About 391 counties. So that's places that are like crazy for one party or the other, right? Right. Um, and even 20% is not that high, honestly. No, it's not that high. But so but only 4% of counties nationwide right. were like that. By 2016, most... that number had risen to 30%. Oh, okay. Wow. And then this November is 35%. So just one election cycle has changed five full percent. That means 1,726 counties were considered landslide counties where the, uh, the president was elected by more than 20% of the population. Wow. 20% differential, which is crazy. So people are slowly moving to places that they feel like they fit better. Um, is that really it? Is that, you think I, it's because people are moving? I, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a lot. Part, that is part of it. I think there's also, uh, I read a whole book on this in school, an urban rural urban rural divide yeah, see i think that's increasing. what's changing yeah so that is getting bigger and bigger and bigger well yeah. it's because it's because people are moving to the city so like there's sure right those people that are more likely to have that kind of thought are going to be moving into cities anyway so it's just really interesting that that's oh uh, okay i think i see right, at so, first when you said that i was thinking people are picking where to move based on their political no, ideology, which no, is so not really it. No, it's so more not, like, 
Yeah, they're not like, I'm going to go, you know, I'm super liberal, so I'm going to move to Seattle. If that happens, but it's not like, that's not, you know, what... Yeah, it probably doesn't explain all of it. Right, but it's mostly like, oh, I don't agree with kind of these values. I'm going to kind of move to the city. And then it ends up like, that's kind of you all, all the people in the city think the way and all the people in the rural places think that way. Like the people who are more likely to move to the city probably have these kind of political ideologies already or uh are more susceptible susceptible to them whereas like yeah if you're moving out to the country you probably have different values yep so anyway i just yes, had a yeah, really super interesting, interesting statistic yeah. um there was a whole article from the dispatch that was like seven different graphs um breaking down the election that was worth looking up so yeah. if you go on the dispatch's site they have uh, sarah their writer has a really good article about that but that was just the one i found most fascinating so yeah yeah. Um, the next news story, if you're done with that one, Jared, yeah, is uh, some more COVID coronavirus vaccine news. So uh, this really snuck up on me because in the U.S., we're kind of like, when's this vaccine going to be? People are tossing around like April, March, crazy soon would be like January, later and realistically for everyone, might right. be like August. But in the U.K., they just approved the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine, which is... Yeah pretty wild and like you know the catch is obviously they're gonna just start with giving it to healthcare workers and um i think those who are taking care of the elderly and the elderly themselves like people over the 80 is one number i heard and um so i think it's still gonna be a little bit till everyone gets it in the uk but that that's huge and on top of that that's starting this week like they're starting um (laughs) by the time this gets published they might have yeah, be days away or like a day away. Yeah, which is crazy. That yeah. seems really soon. And I knew like we've get we gotten close to the U.S. to approving some of these, and some have been approved for like final approval. Right. Um, but last, yeah, last to stages. think that right, but to think that they're actually like rolling it out in the next couple of days is in yeah. the UK is pretty crazy. Yeah, a lot of articles I'm reading are saying shots given in the next couple of days. So, um, yeah, so that's big news. Uh, really. I mean, I think a lot of other governments or regulatory agencies or whatever are a lot more cautious than I guess the UK government is, but uh, sort of like cynically or whatever, it's good for the out, outside populations of the world to look at, let's see what happens in the UK. Does it seem to be effective? Okay, maybe we can speed up. Um, or if it's you know right. not so effective, then you kind of get that benefit so yeah uk can be a bit of a canary in the cave or whatever yeah it's a little <laughs> trial period a little guinea pig yeah exactly <laughs> um that, yeah interesting news um yeah for else? sure we got one more story yeah so this is just broke today which is for me as a movie fan this is big big news um so warner warner brothers warner media um announced today that all theatrical movies for t- their 2021 slate so that includes The Suicide Squad, Dune, uh, In the Heights, which is Lin-Manuel Miranda's musical, a bunch of other movies, a bunch of, so it was like 17 or 20 or so, yeah. um, big theatrical releases are all releasing both on in theaters and straight on HBO Max, their streaming service. Um, same day. Same day, free of charge on the streaming service. So as long as you're a subscriber, wow. there's no like added bonus like the whole Disney yeah. thing with Mulan. Um, which is is really crazy and i think it's the 
you know, we've had kind of like some movies have just kind of released on iTunes for $30 right at the beginning of the pandemic. That was kind of the trend. Um, while most big movies kind of like waited to be released next yeah, year. Yeah. Tenet came out, didn't really do very well in theaters. It's just now hitting streaming this week. Um, but still as like a, a purchase, like you'd buy it on Blu-ray and digital. Um, but yeah, so this is really big news. Uh, it's the first kind of streaming platform to actually do this kind of thing. And uh, if you want to like a good breakdown, Dan Merle, of, uh, formerly of Screen Junkies on uh, YouTube, does like a really good breakdown of what this could mean for the movie industry. And it, it, if yeah. other streaming services do this, and if it works well, because you know, this way the studio is taking home 100% of the profits instead of like 40 or 50%, depending on what the theater takes. Uh, right. It could be really lucrative for them. And this could be the end of the theatrical experience as we know it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is wild. Uh, and as yeah, someone who loves crazy. the theater, it's like crazy. But also, yeah, I'm probably going to watch a couple of these on HBO Max because I have <laughs> HBO Max. So, All I don't right. know. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I I think to see how it, how it all works, um, you know, theaters might be one of those industries that was kind of dying anyway, and then COVID comes right. along and just pushes it over the edge. Yep. Um, yeah, but like we talked, like I, I mentioned when you told me this, like you know, pirating could be a huge issue. Like maybe they release these movies and they realize, oh, seventy percent of people just pirate this. And, right. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I feel like theaters means, would never truly go away. Like no, they might just lessen drastically. Right. And also it's interesting to note that Congress didn't renew the monopoly license on theaters. So studios are now legally allowed to purchase theater chains. So they weren't before basically so that, you know, Disney couldn't buy AMC and then only show uh, Disney movies. Right. But that's gone now. So there's also a chance that with this kind of streaming thing, like Warner's making lots of money and they're like, well, we can just buy the whole studio and then show right. our movies there. So there could be some of that going on. Um, it'll be interesting I, to see yeah. in the next week what studio chains or movie theater chains do in backlash to this announcement. I, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Pretty interesting. Very interesting. So if you have HO, HBO Max, Good news for you. Get a lot of free movies. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> How much is HBO Max a month? 15. So like, not, that's not that bad at all. Much more yeah. than Netflix. And to get like 20 of the top movies that you normally pay, you know, $15 each to see. Yes, yeah, seriously. It's it's not that bad. Yeah. Plus you're getting everything on HBO. So yeah. 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 Very interesting. Wow. Yeah. It'll be a fun trial year. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yep. All awesome. Right. Should we jump into the topic? Let's jump into it. Cool. So I kind of wanted to talk about this, I think, uh, mostly because I feel like right now we hear a lot more conspiracies, or at least I'm around a lot more conspiracies um, with COVID, with the election. I feel like, you know, there's obviously a lot of people um, on the right talking about the election was all, you know, fake and a fraud and like, you know, you could, I think you could call these conspiracies. Um, I think, you know, there's, uh, what was the documentary that went around when COVID first came out? I forget the name of it now. Uh, that was all like debunked. Um, anyway, the so pandemic, the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there are, you know, it's kind of come to the forefront uh, in a lot of Americans' minds this year. 
But I also think conspiracies have been around for forever and we're always talking about different yeah. kinds of conspiracies. Uh, and so right. just in the theme of this show, I thought it would be fun to talk about um, yeah. conspiracies and talk about what we can do about it. So right. what do you think what do you think defines a conspiracy? What's what is yeah. conspiracy? Yeah, I, I think it's really interesting because it is such a loaded term and it's something that it's really easy to just brand your enemy. Like, uh, you're a, yeah, that's a conspiracy theory. It's like, how do you fight that? Like, anything they believe is a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, if you get enough people calling your theory a conspiracy theory, it's like, okay. I actually, I looked up this little clip because um, I was trying to figure out, like, what do people think about conspiracy theories? And there's, <laughs> do you know who Murray Rothbard is? Uh, I don't think so. He's like a libertarian uh, academic. He's like okay. very famous in libertarian tradition. And... I don't know a ton about him and his writings. I just know that he's well-respected. And he, there was this two-minute clip of him. It was an old clip. It must have been like the 80s. And they are like, what do you think about conspiracy theories and all of that? And he was like, well, frankly, I don't think they're, it's a, that it's a good term to use because, you know, if the people, if it's just four groups in, around a table, four guys around a table talking and I don't like the guys, then of course they're conspiracy theorists. But if they're doing something <laughs> I do like, then they're, guys working together for a great effort so <laughs> right. um, and I, I kind of agree with that like you have to be really careful but I do think um, the general probably correct definition is just anything that um, to me it's this element of conspiracy meaning that a lot of factors are working together to hide the truth and uh, and I have to believe in a lot of different like linked things to to get around to what the truth really is like it's like this hidden truth and i think that's and we'll get into this what makes it so dangerous is it's really hard to disprove because um that's kind of the point like well of course your studies and your news and your politicians are going to say this they're part of the problem they're they're right conspiracy oh yeah it's super interesting yeah no yeah i think i definitely think that's true like it's basically a theory to disprove something that is widely held as true or believed an alternate version to explain that event. So a lot of times it's about an event, an event or a specific point in time or a specific thing that happens. Uh, But all it can be, it can be broader than that too. Um, But yeah, it's against the popular grain and has to have a lot of different threads connect to make it work. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I I think, yeah, like I said, it gets thrown around a lot, but there are definitely some cut and dry, like, yeah, okay, that's a conspiracy theory. Like, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's really wild. I feel like in the age of the internet, we would have hoped, oh, all conspiracy theories will be a thing of the past because now we have this freedom of information. Everyone has all of the facts at their fingertips, but we probably have seen an opposite trend. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah, I think my... It's- life experience before the internet is non-existent but <laughs> right still like you would expect i feel people to be less gullible. well i kind of so i watched a little mini documentary on some different conspiracy theories um but i think it's super interesting so like taking a, a conspiracy like jfk assassination right so we may talk yeah. about this a little bit later um but the idea is that you know it was an inside job where there was more than one man it's not harvey lee oswald because he was murdered like there's a bunch of different different theories to explain the assassination. Um, and 
basically like at the time when that happened, it was just people talking like on the street corners, like, oh, kind of talking about it. Like, oh, maybe this is what's happened, which I think is why there are so many alternate versions, right? Because it's just people right. chatting. Rumors um, and stories. Rumors, yeah, it's kind of in papers, but it's also like, you know, it's more in tabloids and kind of these kinds of things that get yeah. people talking. But whereas on the internet, so let's take something like the flat earth movement, right? That's not really a conspiracy, but like something that, you know, people get together and believe. Yeah, I would call it a conspiracy. Think, because okay, yeah, because yeah, it's people, they're trying to hide what it is. Exactly, exactly. Um, and with the advent of the internet, these people can come together and discuss in so much easier fashion, right? Yeah. So instead of it just being kind of something you read, and you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting. It's like, oh, I kind of believe this it's so easy to find other people that also kind of believe that right and you start reinforcing those opinions with each other and then you created yeah. your own echo chamber of that idea that's a great point um on the internet and i think yeah places like reddit and places like you know anywhere like facebook is all curated to your own people you choose to follow so like, oh yeah facebook groups are i'm sure there's oh, yeah. some facebook wacko groups facebook groups for sure yeah. and like youtube uh youtube channels and youtube videos there's right. just you, like you subscribe to those 10 youtube channels and you're like i'm on the internet i'm sending you my news all the time but you're getting it from those 10 sources or you know whatever um yeah i think that's a, just a huge danger of the internet in general like the uh, misuse of it or like the the temptation to just oh i'm just gonna keep finding people that believe what i believe and then right. we're just okay, I know this, and then, oh, there's people that believe this, like me, and all of a sudden, you're so much more confident. Right, which I think it can be a really good thing for other things, you know, like finding people that are similar to you in ways that you couldn't before, you know, right. a couple decades ago, um, but I think it can easily reinforce these unpopular beliefs, right, and make right. that a lot easier. Yeah, 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 there's some, some classics uh, like you said, flat earth is a big one and yep. Yeah. It's yeah. So let's talk, we can talk about a little bit of some of the, so why do you, okay, let's back up a little bit. So why do you think people believe conspiracies? Cause I think there's all this, you know, there's lots of conspiracies and, but often yeah. for me, I'm just like, what well, seems the, the rational explanation is the popular explanation. The one that makes sense that to yeah. me so i always wonder like how do people actually believe this why do you think people yeah this? i think before i answer that i will <laughs> i will say there are two reasons that i think there are much fewer conspiracy theorists than people think there are and hmm. i think okay. the first the first reason for that would be um conspiracy theorists are a really loud minority and then because when they say something that seems so ridiculous to the outside that like the outside just amplifies them they're like oh look someone believes the flat like the flat earth movement for example i feel like before people started making fun of the flat earthers and talking about right like the group it was probably small and yeah. then it just gets amplified and all this attention is brought to it and it seems right. like this big group and i bet there are people who found out about it and ended up like buying into it so the first thing is I think these crazy minorities get really amplified on the internet and like all it takes is one crazy fat flat earther to post something and then 
like it's blowing up on this right, side or this thousands Reddit. of people responding to that person and yeah and you start seeing these things in disproportionate numbers and you're like okay i guess there's a lot of these people out there but i don't actually buy it i mean that's just my personal take i feel like there are less than we think um which is good and then the second thing is i think there are a lot of trolls on the internet as well and i think <laughs> there are times where people um just enjoy misrepresenting or playing devil's advocate and they might not actually believe all of this or live it, but they yeah. like to, they like to have fun with it. You know, um, yeah. not that they like, not that I'm not denying these people exist or that there is a decent number of them. And I still think conspiracy theories are a huge problem. We can talk a little bit about that later, but yeah. Um, to get back to probably the original intent of your point is, um, I do think people, uh, just like, like I had read something that said, you know, it's a way to make, I think you, this is probably the article you shared, but um, <laughs> it's just a way for people to make sense of the world. Like when it's confusing and uh, maybe they've been burned by the system in other ways, like they're, they've had bad experiences with the government or uh, bad experience with the doctor too. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, I don't, I don't like the fact that they're telling me I have to vaccinate my kid. And all of a sudden, yeah, you're with, you start doing this research and you find your niche groups. And so I think part of it is the internet and part of it is just like we as humans love comfortable truths and we love being able to create a narrative that is comfortable to us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of different things that go into, into the belief. Um, my kind of initial reaction, which I didn't read a ton about this, but the one that I kind of sticks out to me is that you feel like you're part of something and you're part of a group. Because um, I feel like a lot of these, you feel like you kind of feel special and you're like, I've, I know the real truth. And then these people, yeah. we together are the true like believers or the truth, whatever. Right. And you be kind of become part of this group identity, which is, you know, it's good. You just when you know, if you're, you know, I'm sure you feel that way about like whatever you're passionate about when you find your like-minded people. Um, and so I think, so I watched this flat earth documentary a couple of years ago and the leader, like you could kind of tell he, he was pretty bought in, but there was some times where you're like, do you actually believe this? Or are you just doing this because you're now the leader and you're the popular one and you, before you were kind of a misfit and outcast and like, yeah. but now people love you and listen to you. And like, you've right. got all these like cool, you know, you get a tour of the world and discuss your beliefs. And I think that's a lot of, <laughs> part of it that's like this kind of yeah. it, it's a place to belong and I think it's also often people that feel burned or feel left yeah. out by the system or whatever and I think you know just to look at the election right now like it's some it's people wanting to believe something different and make sense of something they don't think could have possibly happened which I think right. why the JFK was like kind of one of these things that kicked off these conspiracies because it was like it's such a devastating moment for the country everyone loved yeah. jfk not everyone but you know a lot of people love jfk and yeah, it was, he was very popular yeah he was very popular and it it hurt and so there was like well there has to be some you know other explanation than someone just you know and so i think it it, it kind of is a, a different way to make sense of yeah things. yeah um, yeah i think it's so. it's definitely sad i mean i something that came to mind was um you know, even like World War II with Adolf Hitler's rise to power and his anti-Semitism. I mean, 
if you look into his beliefs and, you know, what he wrote in Mein Kampf and how he spoke, he was so, I, I think it's 100% a conspiracy theory that, you know, Jews were, in his mind, responsible for so much of his personal failures and the failures of Germany as a whole. And, um, yeah, you, I think, you know, there are scholars who have looked into him and the way he, like, he starts to be suspicious at point A and then he just starts adding more data and, oh, wait, actually, World War One we lost because the Jews, like, betrayed us on our front line and mm. suddenly it's just grown to this huge theory where it's, like, it's absolutely a conspiracy. Right. And, and then he brings along, he's a popular speaker and he tells people, like, no, this is a comfortable truth. The Jews are the one that's the problem. They're holding us down and now we're going to rise to power this way or and now i'm wondering as i'm saying all these words if like the youtube algorithm is gonna like hear what i'm saying be like this is a this is a nazi video i probably shouldn't even say nazi um, yeah, we're gonna get banned now yeah we're gonna get banned uh nazis are bad i'm like triggering all yep. of the okay yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah yeah so i'm stuff like that like that is a i 100 percent believe that's a conspiracy theory that had uh earth-shattering terrible horrendous right. consequences um and yeah well and people in germany right were feeling down they had just exactly. lost like world war one they're you know in a depression they want to look to this charismatic leader who's spouting things that make more sense of what the world is than they want to yeah. think you know it's this right. um you want to buy into something better and yeah greater and yeah that's it's yeah. slippery slope yeah absolutely um, so yeah, I think it's it's super easy to fall into this trap of wanting to be better and like you know find something that explains the world in a in a different way. Yeah. Um, I also find it interesting in some of the stuff I research I was reading why people believe and while so many has to do with government and in the government um, since you know in the last fifty years trust in government has plummeted like it was you know, in the 70%, I don't know, like the, you know, 50s or something. And then now it's down at like 20%. It's crazy how much it's fallen. And I think that kind of speaks to, we don't trust this anymore. So there must be other explanations for things that yeah. go wrong, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that it is important to be critical and to question your leadership. Oh, and for sure, yeah. Like there have been rigged elections in many countries and there, even in the US, like the CIA or like whatever, there's been some sketchy stuff that you would have thought, oh, there's no way, like the America might've interfered with this election, there's no way, but like the stuff comes out that it is true. And um, yeah, so I mean, I there's definitely some merit to having these theories and discussing, okay, well, like, let's think this through. What if, you know, what if this is a lie and there are covering up this and, right. um, yeah, I mean, the government obviously has some crazy secrets. I mean, that, that's not an insane no, thing to sure. say. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I definitely think like some of the reason like trust in government has fallen isn't a bad thing. Like, you know, we look at things like Watergate, like, and yeah. other, examples of government doing really shady things yep. so i think yeah it's not it's not completely unwarranted but i think that yeah. 
that that thought process can lead to more conspiracies this kind of mind yeah i think yeah it's a big a big issue is how you how you handle the theories and right if you start to stake your life on them or um you become so ingrained with them i think you can be paranoid and now okay well if i can't trust this i can't trust anything my friends are in on it like all of this but yeah it can be sad i mean i feel like a lot of people that are really hardcore in these conspiracy theories lives live really sad lives yeah you no know? oh, for sure yeah um well you want to talk about some famous conspiracies or what what's uh, what are you thinking i'm next? trying to think are there any conspiracy theories that you believe jared Ah, uh, i was trying to yeah i was thinking this earlier um i don't think so I like i said I, I i i'm fairly rational and i take things that you know i like to, to just the, the most logical answer makes the most sense to me sure. as opposed to trying to connect all these dots yeah um yeah i i don't know i don't think i believe anything too crazy probably i think the government has probably like ridiculous weapons like I think a lot of people are so focused on protecting the Second Amendment and like having the a the right to have ARs and all that. I'm like, dude, the government probably has lightsabers by now. Like, <laughs> you know, I feel like, like the second we built we built the nuclear bomb in like secret, like yeah, and that, oh, was, and, that and, was around, and that was in the '40s. Like, yeah, exactly. That was yep. a long time ago. Yep. Um. So anyway, I this is this is not super related, <laughs> but I think originally the second amendment was there so like if there happened to be an uprising against the government or something happened like people need the right to defend themselves and we're still focused on having guns i'm like dude if 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 you go to war with the government you're losing ar or not like (laughs) they can put a drone through your window immediately or probably like a small i don't know just like stuff like that uh i could buy buy most conspiracy theories if you told me like oh the government can do this i'd be like i believe you i believe they can do it (laughs) I think one that I can kind of see is not not real. I, I don't actually believe this, but like nine eleven being a way to um, ban the people together. It's probably just because I just watched Watchmen, which is the <laughs> same idea where you know yeah. a, a catastrophe happens to band America together yeah, so that yeah. we can you know whatever ban the world together. Uh, so I can kind of see that. I don't because like I feel like. The character of bush and who he was like i don't think that actually is the case but under a different regime or something you know i feel like that could be <laughs> yeah could be somewhat likely but i'm trying to think oh have you seen the movie uh, sicario yes but i couldn't tell you much about it. i watched it on a plane a long time ago I'm it's the drug cartel s- one right yeah i'm okay. trying to decide if i want to spoil it or not I mean, it's like five or six years old. I've I'll just mute yeah. for spoilers. <laughs> yeah, true. All right, spoiler alert. If you're ever planning on watching Sicario, which is a pretty good movie, a little disturbing, but yeah. but pretty good. Um, spoiler alert. Mute for the next I don't know twenty seconds. <laughs> um, basically, at the end of the movie, the this girl is working with the uh, ICE agents and they're trying to in her mind they're just trying to get rid of the cartel or whatever but then at the end she finds out that the cia is 
working with the cartel and they're just they just want the right cartel in charge and yeah um, it was like they stopped the, the cartel but then they ended up putting a new person in the place or something yeah, yeah exactly like this guy she's working with the whole time she's convinced he's cia but he's just part of the like bolivian cartel and i think at the end of it they're like look the u.s knows that there's always going to be a cartel in power so we just want the one that is most cooperative with us yeah and which i think isn't that far off when you look at like what was it venezuela we looked at the other day where we kind of like here's a dictator i guess if you want this one <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so, so stuff like that i think people could if you tell, told them in a vacuum like oh this is what's going on they'd be like oh, no that's not right like our government would never do that um right. but then you you know you start to you're like okay well if that could have been labeled a conspiracy theory and it was true so like well maybe our government would do this like if they're able to do that, then maybe they could rig our election, like, you know? So I think at the end of the day, I, I like want to be really careful about what I call conspiracy theory. And it's better to just be really critical and be like, okay, I mean, this is unlikely, but it's possible. Um, I think the other thing I was going to say is like, I don't view theories as like conspiracy theory or not conspiracy theory. Like I view them on a spectrum of like, okay, this is incredibly unlikely. For the earth to be flat, the amount of like cover-up and cognitive dissonance that we have to like come to grips with would right, be would immense. Be but then there's probably theories that are a little bit less crazy, like maybe this could be called a conspiracy, maybe not. And then there's ones that are like, okay, that's probably true. Like the government probably does stuff like helping one cartel over the other. So um, is the moon landing fake? Does that all government secrets? I see, I would put that as... <laughs> A conspiracy theory but not that strong of conspiracy theory like i don't know you know right i feel like you you would only need a limited amount of people but like the earth being flat that would be a huge like everyone would need to you would need a lot of people in on that and that, that's kind of what i'm getting at right right like i i don't think the moon landing was fake but um it's possible i would never i would never be so arrogant to be like it's impossible yeah, I think it's impossible. <laughs> you think it's impossible? <laughs> no, it's possible. I just find uh, it highly unlikely. I, I would agree with you on that. Um, but is Elvis alive? That's, you know, where's that fall yeah, on the scale? <laughs> Elvis is alive. Tupac's still alive. I think like those are just like wishful thinking, you know? It's just like, <laughs> right. too sad. So we're going to just, it, you can prove anything. I remember I watched like, this was years and years ago. Uh, it was like my friends and I were watching his joke at school. It was how Obama is the Antichrist, and it was like a 30 minute long video explaining <laughs> all of the reasons. And it, you know, it's like you yeah. can anything be true if you connect enough crazy dots, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. What, what else are some famous ones? Like you said, um, 9 11, there's like the whole meme Bush did 9 11. Right. Jet fuel can't melt steel, steel beams. That was a big <laughs> meme for a while. Epstein didn't kill himself. Does that count as a conspiracy theory? I, I, yes. I don't know. It all. I, I, I never followed the Epstein thing very much. I never really cared about the Epstein thing very much. And then all of a sudden, everything, every conspiracy ever was tied to Epstein somehow. And I was very lost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know about all the stuff. But that guy absolutely did some shady stuff with rich and famous people and then he just kills himself in the cell and the cameras weren't working and all yeah. of that so like i don't know 
maybe I, I'm a conspiracy believer, but that that does seem very plausible. <laughs> yes, that's fair. I just think a lot of like other conspiracies somehow spiral out of that's like, less less right like <laughs> but, but yeah like that's kind of what we're talking about where you, you believe one conspiracy theory and then there are stepping stones to others and it can be a dangerous pattern yeah no for sure there's people like holocaust deniers that's a big thing yeah that's yeah that's i would yeah scary scary like stuff that. What else? I think those are like the big ones. I'm sure yeah, there's other are, stuff. Yeah, those are kind of the main ones. There's And then there's like the meme ones, like birds aren't real. That's a classic. Birds aren't real. They're government spies. Don't you know? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that is one of my favorite, uh, favorite joke conspiracies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Or just the moon isn't real. I yeah. saw some meme at some point that was like, the way to really handle conspiracy theorists is to just outdo them. And so when they're like, <laughs> the moon landing was fake and you, and then you just be like, Oh, you're one of those people that believes the moon is real. They don't know how to respond to that. You just up, up, up the ante. Uh, that's good. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So my next kind of question or like thought process is what, when faced with a something that could be a conspiracy theory or like some something you see that's kind of outlandish or kind of interesting and piques your interest, maybe you're on Facebook or the internet or whatever, how should we best handle those kinds of situations? Um, what do we, what do we do? Cause I have some thoughts and I just wonder what you're thinking. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Cause I feel like if you're not already in that conspiracy theory vein, like it's not too hard because you trust your sources. Like it's kind of your typical research guidelines where you're like, okay, is this a trustworthy source? Is right. it recent? Is it able to be confirmed in multiple places? Are there right. contesting reports and all of that? But you know, if the theory itself is about the corruption of these places, then um, it's a little more complicated if you already have those beliefs. I feel like a big part of it should just be not limiting yourself to an echo chamber, like. And that sounds cliche, but just having conversations with people and talking yeah. through um, what the other side believes and and just being uh, humble and being open to like, oh, maybe I could be wrong about this. And yeah, um, yeah. What, what were you going to say? I think, no, yeah, I think similar things like a, a willingness to be wrong is really important with these kinds of things um, because I think to truly believe something you can you can test it and it will hold water if it's true um i truly i truly believe that i believe that about a lot of things I believe that about christianity like i you know there i think yeah. there's there's things that um that we can test and it, it, we can hold up i also think looking at people especially for conspiracy theories or like modern ones like looking at people that are similar to you that believe certain things like similar things and seeing what what they also think, like not just finding your echo chamber, but like those people kind of on the edge of your circle that you have more overlap with. Cause if you just look at the truly the opposite, you're not going to be convinced by anything. Right. Because you're like, well, obviously they're opposite from me. They're not going to agree. Um, but I think right. kind of those people around you and not yeah. Just yeah, yeah. that one person that agrees. I think we see this 
with Fox News right now. <laughs> uh, with like everyone being like, well, Fox News is all part of it and we're going to Newsmax or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and just immediately sequestering yourself into what your little, your belief is. Just looking at those right. people, were your allies or are your allies? Yeah. Okay, why do we disagree about that? Let's talk about it. Let's, okay, yeah. maybe, maybe you still believe you're right, but like having that conversation uh, and being a willingness to be wrong, I think is really, is really important. Yeah. Yeah, I think also, and this is a little bit more directed. Well, if you have your conspiracy theories or you have this theory, it's definitely worth just becoming friends and having conversations with people that you think are part of it. Like, for example, if you, you know, if you don't believe the, like, if you're flat earther, like having conversations, if you have a friend that's a pilot or like, works with NASA, you know, right? Just having conversations and you can see, okay, this guy is not out to lie to me. Like this is a normal guy. Right. He's not part he of as a family. Whole, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> he doesn't like the government either. You know, like right, exactly. he, he works at NASA. Like it's just, <laughs> um, but you're not going to believe it until you get to know him as a person. Um, yeah. Or if you are skeptical of vaccines, like having a friend who went to medical school or works on vaccines or, is a doctor or something like that. Um, if you don't know any of those people, it might be hard to trust them, but just getting to know them as a person and right. uh, I think will go a long way. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, go ahead. To be open, have conversations. Yeah. Do your research too um, and look at all points of, of view. I think that's, you know, what we kind of, yeah, we should do. Yeah. So. And this might be jumping ahead of where you wanted to go, Jared, but also I think when you're talking to someone who might believe in a conspiracy theory or. Yeah, that's uh, kind of my next. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. I think a huge important thing is um, not, not, I, I don't want to steal your thunder because this was your no, point, but not, not just trying to show them facts, like you said, um, because like, like we've talked about, it's going to tie into the whole thing. Like they're not going to, believe the dot govs if that's what they're you know right. protesting against but i think there might be something to be said for having just a bit of a socratic dialogue where you ask questions be like well does that mean you're skeptical of this and this like because i think if you have those conversations and really seek to follow the rabbit hole and be like okay well wouldn't that mean if they're this flat then you know all of these pilots that take shipments back and forth like are they all lying and you know I, i'm sure it's very hard to do but right just being able to like give them the benefit of the doubt and listening not just calling them dumb immediately or you're insane get aggressive get agitated just socratic method just talk to them ask questions yeah. be, listen and let them kind of be like oh well i guess they're also in on it or <laughs> you know like yeah no i think facts for conspiracy theorists don't always work and right because they're like that you're it's part of the system it's part of this whole process it's i we i read some studies earlier in the week that was like yeah it just like just saying those things doesn't help it only if anything it actually further entrenches that like well of course that's what they would think right. or you would think or whatever um so i think just being there to listen and just to um yeah ask questions and then it hopefully 
you get to share your side and share your, your point of view as well. Um, and instead of having it just be like, shut up, here's what's true. Yeah. Uh, Cause I think that's a lot of what's happening right now with this election thing. Like just, you know, to talk about the other side for a sec, like when we just say, or if you know, the left just says, shut up, sit down, you're wrong. That's just going to further entrench instead of saying, oh, wow, there may be actual election issues. Yeah. We should look into that. Like, let's right. talk about this. Let's rationally understand it. Yeah. Um, I think that's what should be done as opposed to just shouting uh, down, censoring, banning stuff. Right, like that. exactly. That doesn't help anything and it ends up yeah. just further entrenching the side you're, you want. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're going to see more of the polarization, right? Yep. No, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, really interesting. I, I definitely have seen, uh, I mean, they're funny, but also like kind of not funny when you have uh, like flat earthers, they're doing an experiment and they've like got all their equipment calibrated and they're going to show it. And then the experiment doesn't go the way it should. Yep. And then all of a sudden, oh, well, we did the experiment wrong. And like, it must be not like we didn't, we didn't do it correctly because it's not showing us, you know, it's just yeah. like, oh man, no, that, come on guys. That flat earth documentary I watched, it was like pretty, it's pretty measured. You never saw any of the like interviewers, never heard any of the interviewers. It was like pretty much just following this dude and the like experiences. Yeah. And it's like, it's pretty measured. And occasionally they'd like, you know, linger on something that didn't, that didn't make sense, but they were building up this whole big experiment for the whole, the whole documentary. And then it ends, it like, goes completely wrong They're like this will 100 percent prove it and then it goes wrong and then the movie just cuts and the credits start rolling <laughs> and it's just wow like, <laughs> yep. yeah it's just so funny but do you think uh, those people after the experiment went wrong do you think they were still flat earthers after that yeah yep yeah because why probably because the experiment was not done correctly the experiment wasn't right or we didn't have the level plate we didn't have like the ground completely right it was on a hill or like you know there's a million excuses and I think yeah these I mean again it's it's part of that like sense of identity it's the part of trying to make sense of your world trying to make sense of something that doesn't seem right um, yeah there's, there's a there lot must tied be, in it yeah a lot of psychology that you know neither of us I'm sure understand right why but yeah it can be really sad so yeah, for sure yeah but it is fun to theorize about some of these. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I said, I think they're good conversation to have. I think we should be really careful before we brand something conspiracy theory. But um, yeah, because it has such a negative connotation. But um, right. yeah, got to be careful. For sure. Okay. Any other thoughts? I think that's all I got. I think that's it. One day yeah. I'll find the right conspiracy theory that I totally sign on into. <laughs> I think for right now I'm one of the basic mainstream people. Yeah, wow, so basic. Yeah, that's so my except for birds. <laughs> birds aren't real. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a recommendation this week um, to kind of go along with our theme of conspiracy theories. I want to recommend an episode of the TV show Community, um, which is one of my favorite oh, shows my and one of my favorite episodes of the show called uh, Conspiracy Theories and in Interior Design. Um, <laughs> if you don't know the premise of community, it's basically a bunch of random community college students that form a study group and they're all from different walks of life and it's just hilarity ensues. Um, but one of the the guys who's like a 30-year-old slacker who faked his bachelor's degree is there and he fakes a class, the Conspiracy Theories class, that is taught by Professor Mc, 
Professor Professorson, and um, and then he finds out this person actually exists, and there's a whole conspiracy on at the school. But is there really? And it's very hilarious. Great episode. Anyway. I've also seen it, and it is one of my favorites for sure. Yes, the whole show is fantastic. So if you haven't seen Community, it's on Netflix. Check it out. Yeah, is it on Hulu also, or is it just Netflix now? I think it left Hulu. I think it's just on Netflix now. It could yeah. be also be on Hulu, though. So, Yeah, uh, I know it was on Hulu and then jumped over, I think. Yeah, I watched it back when it was on Yahoo screen, so shout out to wow. Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, uh, that whole show is great. Yes, very much so. All right. Cool, should we wrap it up? Yeah, give us the outro. All right, so we are Critical Conversations. Thanks for joining us today. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Um, we are on Facebook, Critical Conversations. You can follow us on there and like our page to get news and updates on the new episodes. Um, we are on YouTube and Spotify and Pocket Casts and many other places, Google Podcasts, many other places where podcasts can be found. Um, so check us out for sure. Um, yeah, so. Thanks for yeah. joining us. Again, was, Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a great week. See you next week.